victory smiling Olive and Kanji Tanker ready. Can you guys hear this? Yep. Sadly, yes. Truly really up. Claretown Ryan. Right to go. Green light. Claretown Ryan. Set to go. Ready, race nine. Why do you think I'm wearing the Claretown Rocky hoodie? Represent. Oh. Racing, oh. begun well. You should Masters see how much he missed the start by fucking funny. That's definitely going to be in the pod. Yeah, why are you still talking, bro? Well, you're a loser no. at fantasy and you're a loser at gambling. And welcome back to another rendition of the Fantasy Attic Podcast, episode 21, I think. Virgo, quick question. Would you rather bang your mum's best friend or your best friend's mum? I'd rather do what Zach Wilson did and bang his mum's best friend. Frank! Trying to correct Joel on the um, on the oh, hot news. Yeah, I stuffed up. Wrong. I actually stuffed up. So I'll uh, wear that too. one. Can, we, can I get an apology, a personal one? Yeah, I'm sorry, Joel. Um, I won't doubt you again. Um, yeah, that's about I it. I think I think Frank's words were, "Joel, you dumb cunt." So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Liam, how you going? Big week for the the pod. We all saw each other. What's except- going on? Yeah, no, nah, that was great. Um, everyone was there in attendance. Just no, uh, no, Burjo. He had um more important things to do. Uh, but we had a great time. Uh, saw everyone. Saw one of the biggest fans of the pod, Dylan Lawrence. Shout out, um, shout out Dylan Lawrence. He is the man. I think he stayed at Crown till his flight uh, was ready to go. So uh, shout out to my man. But I'm feeling good. I'm ready to go. What, what's going on, Franklin? Oh, not much, mate. Just been busy with work, but I'm here excited, ready to get the uh, some of these running back rankings um, done, which is going to be good. I know uh, you guys are going to be bashing on my boy Zeke, so I'm going to have to be here to defend him. So I'm looking forward to that at least. I just want to quickly jump in and send my apologies out um, to the boys. Me and, me and Witty were kicking back in Santorini, getting rid of the golfer's tan. Um, so, I got yeah, it. obviously. Shout out, Witty. Yeah, shout out Wimbo. So I couldn't couldn't just fly in for the day. So apologies, guys. I know um I heard Frank had two beers and started becoming a pest. So maybe I'm happy I wasn't there. Facts. But um Frank, um sorry, I'll do some plugs. Follow the follow the podcast on Instagram at NFL Fantasy Addicts. Follow the podcast at Twitter on no on Twitter at DFB addicts. I got, yeah, he got better. there. He got there in I'll, the end, Charlem. Um, yeah. Leave us a comment on the Instagram. How many th- drinks you think it would take to have Frank Sickley's pass out? Uh, over under five and a half. What are you taking? I'm taking oh. um, taking unders on five and a half. Should be four and a half. Hundred. If we're taking if we're taking margaritas, he's having. Are we talking sips? <laughs> <laughs> Frank, it is once again one of your podcasts, so yeah. through what we're doing today. Yeah, are we ready? Are we ready to talk fantasy football, or is this just a um, bash Frank session? I'm, I mean, I don't mind. That's what a Franking's episode is anyway, man. Exactly. So uh, 
Let's get stuck into it. We've obviously got the running back frankings. We're going to do one to 20. Um, there's going to be some big names that have either slid down our boards or they've gone further up our boards, um, especially with everything that's gone on in the offseason. Um, hopefully give you guys some clarity on the where we stand on certain players. Um, just like our last ranking, Frankings episode, I'm going to go through my top 20 and then we're going to see where the consensus ranks among the rest of the crew here, um, where we differ. And then you guys can uh, take notice and pick a side on who you think you should be listening to. Obviously, I think you should be listening to me. So uh, just pay attention to when I'm talking and talk about my ranks. So uh, let's get started. I think um, hopefully running back one isn't something we all disagree on, but I'm going to start it off. Running back one, it's Jonathan Taylor, and I don't think it's close. Anyone else agree or disagree? I think he's a mix of safety, a, upside. He just gives you everything. Do you have a tier of him and Christian McCaffrey or do you just have Jonathan Taylor? I don't have them in the same tier. So I've got Jonathan Taylor all by his lonesome at number one. Well, uh, the rest of the crew, do we have him in a tier? Because I did, personally. Charlene, Joel, Jack. Actually, I Jack. Think, I, think, no. uh, <laughs> I think Joel and I had CMC at number one. So, I actually had CMC in his own tier, ooh. which was above Jonathan Taylor. He's okay. way better. If oh, Christian McCaffrey plays more than like 14 games, he's going to average 25 points per game. He's going to be better than most quarterbacks. He's the man. He's just like when, a cheat code. When I know, was the last I, time he played? I know, Jack. I don't care. Okay. Oh. If he plays, I win the league. I get. I'm gonna. I'm going down swinging. All right. This is sorry for trying to win. This is the point I've got. So you, you draft CMC at number one, right? Every say he, say he's, he's say he's the same CMC, right? Say he's a league winner. Is it that different for you to just take Jonathan Taylor and have way more floor? Yes. I don't I think, think it's I for, think for the risk reward. I don't think the reward is enough to risk CMC not playing and you go yeah. without a first rounder. Like if Jonathan Taylor wasn't that good, like if it was the next guys were Derek and let's say Najee, Dalvin Cook, like that group, then yeah, I could see taking the swing at CMC, you're getting a significant upgrade. But Jonathan Taylor was a like clear running back one. And I understand those running back num- one numbers weren't, you know, that close to CMC at his prime, but we got to, we can't ignore the fact that he's had two years removed and he hasn't been healthy. Um, I, I've got CMC ranked at five because I'm looking at guys like Eckler, Cook, Derek Henry, and I'm saying I don't think the floor is low enough to take the punt on on CMC. I think you can still have one of those top tier guys and know you're getting a shitload of fantasy points. Yeah, look, than, I was on your side. Rather than shit, running back right. five, you can stick it up your ass, Virgo. Um, yeah, no, not running back what, five for Christian McCaffrey if, for me, buddy. What if you? What if you're running your fourth pick off the board plays three games again? No, oh, well, yeah. I lose. Go so down swinging. I like what you yeah, said. Exactly. Yo. Stuff here. I'll go uh, down winning. So consensus was still running back one, Jonathan Taylor. I want to yes. know who you guys had it too, because if it's not Christian McCaffrey, I might need it to is, leave the pod. It is Christian McCaffrey. We had JT and CMC in the same tier. So we had JT, CMC. We Jack 
tried to bring CMC down with him, but it didn't work. Um, Charlene, do you have any hot JT CMC takes or can we move on? Nah, I just, I, I thought I agreed with Joel, but I don't. <laughs> but uh, he's my he's my RB1 only because I know if he plays, yeah, he's he's the one. If you want to take the risk, take the risk. Me. Huh? Isn't there isn't there a risk? But he's not in a tier by by himself. It's, oh, he's so it's him and JT. Nah, he's, he's so and he's not playing. I, I, I don't care. even if he if he is the RB one, he's not going to play every game. It's just not going to happen. So it's say like Derek. Huge. Derek's not going to play a full get, a full year, and and Dalvin Cook's not going to play a full year. They're just not going to do it. But they're they're going to be at the top because they're awesome. Was um was Matt Rule coaching when CMC had his fucked good years? No, he wasn't. All right. What if Matt Rule doesn't want to pump his best asset into the ground again? And save his job. His job's fucked anyway. <laughs> <laughs> He's not right. right. He makes a good point. Right, Joel makes a good point. Matt Rule is gonna yeah, do whatever no, it takes do whatever to get, it takes. keep his job. Uh, uh, it's a good argument, but yeah. the and he'll pump him into the ground and he'll get beat up again. He's fucked. He's going to play three games. Over on the Chris McCaffrey games, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Gee, that's not bad. bad. Starting, like, as he's just got to suit up. Oh, you think if he's suiting up, he's not starting? Grow up. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's the backup in Carolina? I'll take the seven and a half. Dante Foreman, the man. Yep, so I'm packing Dante Foreman to start it above CMC. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we've spoken about these backs enough. Yeah. I feel like Burjo's just going to ch- chat all day about how Christian McCaffrey's broken, so I'm going to cut him off. It's another Drayvon Walker and Aiden Hudson situ- situation. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't do it. Okay, listeners, if you listen to Frank, you'll take JT. If you listen to Burjo, you'll take JT. If you listen to the other three, you'll trade... Pick one and get a bit extra. 100%. 100%. Okay, Frank, take us through three, four, five. So I think we all have a tier with these three running backs. Am I right? I don't know about that. So I've got a number three. I've got the king, return of the king, Derek Henry at number three. I've then got your boy, Joel, Najee Harris, number four, and Dalvin Dalvin Cook at number five. So I think there's a name that's missing from the uh, tier you thought I would have, Andrew. So uh, let's go through the consensus ranks. Who did we have? All right. So we had uh, we had Derek Eckler and Dalvin Cook all score the same. Charlene, I'll take it to you to rank those three. You'd be the voice of the, the pod. Oh, in our consensus, we have Derek, Eccles, and Dalvin. Um I've I really want to talk about the Najee pick, Frank. Well, I think Najee's good, but why? Can you talk me through why he's ranked so high for you? Yeah, I don't even have Najee that high. No, no, he's a bit no, too. Man, that's a, that's a bit much. What, what? What do you? What's going to change in this offense for him to be even better? I reckon Wheels doesn't even have Najee that high. <laughs> I don't think anything's going to change in that offense aside from it being a better offense. So you're going to either have Mitchell Trubisky or you're going to have Kenny Pickett under center, which is going to be bigger, better than what Big Ben was producing for them. They were, you know, a middle of the pack offense at best. I think they can be slightly above average. It's going to give him a chance to score more touchdowns. He's going to have 25 touch plus touches a game. 
like he always does. I think he's one of the safest assets in fantasy football. They throw the ball to him a bunch. Mike Tomlin's there. He doesn't use multiple backs. If we're talking about safety and you talk about these guys like Derek, Delvin, um, CMC, you, you spoke about how those guys aren't going to play all their games. If you want a bit of safety, you know, if you're taking running backs, first four picks off the board, Najee Harris is as safe as it gets. Young player. He's, you know, relatively healthy. Hasn't had any injury concerns. I think he's a player you could definitely look to. So you think with the change of quarterback, not only are they going to have a, a better offense, but he's still going to get 94 targets. He's still going to catch 70 plus balls. Yeah, get him. Yes. Get him. That's exact, that is exactly what I think. The coaching staff is still there. If anything, the supporting cast, you had Juju Smith-Schuster leave town, albeit he only played about four games. There's some target share that would have ordinarily been there. They've replaced it, obviously, with George Pickens. But the offensive scheme and the coaching staff hasn't changed. They're still going to be using him. We've seen them do this with backs from literally from Le'Veon Bell to D'Angelo Williams. Like It doesn't matter how good or bad the running back is. They just feed him the ball. Yeah, that's the the anti-Najee argument has to be that the offense is really bad, not that something to do with the workload. Because Najee's getting the probably oh, what ninety percent of the snaps. Like he's getting CMC level of snaps more than anyone else in the league. He's playing every single down. Um, and like, I mean, I personally think he's really good just running behind a bad offensive line. Um, so, yeah, your argument, if you don't want Najee, you have to think the Steelers are going to be a bad football team with a bad offensive line and bad quarterback play. Otherwise, Najee is, well, I had him at five, and, yeah, I'd be happy to take him in the top five. Like, Yeah, I they had it, they, he, he was on a bad offensive line and a bad offense last year, and he was the running back three. All the same. I think Trubisky and Pickett are a quarterback upgrade regardless of who they go with. That's why I've got him there. That is all. I just oh, don't sorry, think... So- Oh, yeah. continue any, sorry. You go, you go. No, Jack. no, you go. Um, Frank, who, sorry, who'd you have drop out of your top five for Najee? Eckler, Eckler. It was Eckler. And that What's one for me. What's your was... fucking problem? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting defensive. He's not on your team anymore, bro. Let it go. I know, but he, I've still got his jersey. Um, no, what, so he's genuinely, what is, what is your problem? Is it, is it a problem with Eckler or is it a Najee's save fucked good? It's that, and it's Isaiah Spiller is going to score five rushing touchdowns. No, he's not, Come. <laughs> They've tried to do this four years in a row. Yeah, but this guy is a third-round pick, not a seventh-round pick or an undrafted hey, guy. Larry Roundtree, fucking Justin Jackson, Justin Jackson, Josh Kelly. Six, Josh Kelly pick. was Josh fucking... Kelly, wasn't he undrafted? Well, one of them was like a fourth-rounder. Yeah. Spiller was around four pick, yeah. yeah Sorry Spiller for interjecting. Didn't go high. Frank, they always try to replace Eckler and they never do. He's just the man. He will be the man. And yeah, well, you'll be the one hey. crying when you're watching Red Zone. You go, you think you're celebrating an Austin Eckler touchdown. You, you'll be up in the air and you'll realize it's Isaiah Spiller. Don't worry, it'll happen. Have you um have you been seeing Austin Eckler's Instagram stories? Can't was yeah, squatting he... four hundred and five pounds but eight reps for a warm-up. Yeah. That's like yeah, Charlene numbers. Good on him. That's fucked. He's, um, he's working. Just <laughs> <laughs> to move on from here, uh, Frank, I'll bet you Austin Eckler, Najee Harris, no. if you want. 
Wait, 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 uh, wait. Let me let me answer the question for Frank. We're splitting his his. <laughs> All right. Look, I can't take that bet. It's it's the set, you know. We're splitting hairs here. Yeah. I, um, I just got I'm done just listening to the quarterback that. rankings episode just before, and I reckon Frank said that probably five times. <laughs> At <laughs> least, and the rest. At least, yeah. Uh, Give you a ten point head start. No. So you- Oh, what the? You suck. You can't suck me into that. You don't actually trust your rankings. You're a coward. All right. You don't so have to click back. Just to recap, we had <laughs> the consensus had Eckler at four, Delvin at five, um, after having Derek at three. So I had Eckler then drop to six with Najee now pushed up to four in my rankings. So let's um, move on I'll, to I'll just number- interject real quickly. Oh, go for it, Gab. Um, just open up Austin Eckler's Instagram. First thing I see is him deadlifting probably all the weights in the gym. With the <laughs> caption, hero. All the NFL the caption, lift heavy weights. So caption, what? getting ready to put all of your fantasy teams on my back. See, he cares. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I, you be worried about winning football games. He, he literally wants to play for me. I, I say that all the time. My boys play for me. He genuinely does. <laughs> Sorry, right, Frank. Continue. Are you done? Are, we, are you done? No, no, no. I'll, I'm going to keep that energy when um, I'm skipping a few rankings here. But uh, when we talk about Miles Sanders, I want to hear Charlie Liam's take on him not caring about my fantasy. Oh, no. We'll, we'll, we'll oh, get there. We'll uh-oh. get there. Um, Joel, you hate Derrick Henry. Do you want to explain why before he, you move on? Yeah, I'm calling he's washed. I think the Titans suck. I think Derrick Henry doesn't catch passes. I think they lose a lot of games. Um, yeah, give me Najee. Lose uh, a lot of games. Do you know who the, the division they're in? Didn't that, weren't they the one seed last year? Yeah, and they're terrible now. They just lost yeah, their th- They are shit, but they they figured out they're how to They're not good, but they're still going to make the playoffs. Oh, I'll take that bet a million times. They you think the Titans are going to make the playoffs? All you have to do is I win think your the division. Titans could just melt down, go into rebuild mode halfway through the year if they don't win games. It could get ugly quick. They look. They literally have four wins to start the to start the year. How do you not make the playoffs after that? I'll take Trevor Lawrence to take a game off him. No, no, you just want to bet me if they make the playoffs. I would do that too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Playoffs. How no, many put bets on the do board, Andrew? Have? Write it down. Me and Joe have a, a few too many bets. Yeah, they, they literally, it's like the Cowboys from a couple years ago. Like, they're, they're just going to go, they're just going to make it. Who else is in Texans? Oh, they don't have to show Watson. Um, no. <laughs> I'll, I'm happy to take that bet. I think the Colts oh. are better than the Titans. I just think the Titans are bad. If Derek, if Derek Henry can play at least 15, 15 games, they're going to they're gonna make it easy. He's gonna make it there. He's gonna take them there himself. He's that good. It's Derrick Henry. Nah, I'm out on Derrick. He, he would have done it last year. He didn't need AJ Brown last year. He still had a bad offensive line last year. He was the number one running back for for like by far. JT was way behind him. Yeah, he was gonna win me a dynasty title. And he died. So they're gonna <laughs> run him into the ground because this is his last year. Like they're done after this. He's done after this. You got if if you got Derrick Henry in your in your dynasty teams, this is it. This is your last year. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna be cooked after this, but just know he's gonna still be good this year. I call him now. He's washed. 
I'm calling he's got three years left. I think he's the Tom Brady around. Three years. <laughs> Derek Henry has three years left. How Not long did Frank Gore play for? Because I reckon he played for longer. <laughs> I mean, I think he can he can play for long. I just don't think he'll be good for three years. No, he's the man, Derek. Draft he's the man. <laughs> um, before we move uh, on, I don't have any strong Delvin Cook takes. Uh, any Delvin Cook Najee takes before we move on? Delvin's- uh, we, we both had him at five. He's good. He might be injured. Take his handcuff. Take Alexander Madison like eight rounds later. You're fine. Yeah, as long as you get yeah. Madison. As long as you get Madison, you're fine. He's going to be awesome. I, he, does Dalvin Cook actually get injured that much? Yes. Don't but, draft Cook unless you're going to get Madison. What do you Madison. mean? Yeah, but I said that last year and he only missed what? You, you traded him because you missed, thought he was He missed dark. five games. Yeah, because yeah. I kind of <laughs> see all reports said he did his shoulder and he was out for the rest of the year. He came back in one week. That's the thing. He gets hurt, then he comes back. Then he comes back. Yeah, yeah, he does. He goes, "Oh, Dalvin Cook's gonna be." I have the Madison owner. I love Madison. I take him every single year, and it's always like, "Oh, Dalvin Cook, he's shoulder dead for like four games," and he comes back in like coo every single time. <laughs> I, I traded him for a bag of chips because I thought if he was done do, for the if, year. If you do draft Dalvin Cook, just know touchdown regression is going to happen. He's going to be he's going to be in the top five. But he's going to miss a couple games. All righty. Let's move on to my number seven. And it actually ends up being your guys' number eight as well. So my number seven is Joe, the main man, Mixon. Um, that... Very swift yet. No, because Frank hates him. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yes, I did actually. So you guys have got him higher than me, surprisingly. So we've got DeAndre Swift at running back six for the consensus ranks. Um, I'll, I'll let you know. I've got him at eight. Really, there's not much of a big difference there. But why have you got him slightly higher? So you've got him ahead of Joe Mixon. And you've also got him ahead of Najee Harris. So um, make that case because I definitely don't. And I'm the biggest um, DeAndre Swift guy going around. We actually have Swift and Najee. I don't know how Andrew comes up with how he uh, ranks them, but they're on the same amount of points. So like, they're, they're equals. Okay. So what I do is the... The four people give me their rankings, and then I just add them, and yeah. whatever they get, that's their score. And I'm pretty sure Andrew just ends up deciding all ties. Well, I just – but anyway, Joel, shut up for a second. DeAndre Swift, the Lions are going to be better, Frank. Do you agree? Yes, no. Yeah, I do think they're going to be better. Do they have more offensive players to open more holes for DeAndre Swift? Yes, Yes, no. they have more players to steal targets from DeAndre Swift. See, so you think that. <laughs> But no, because they're going to be losing a lot of games and he's still going to get the dump-offs. You have DeAndre Oh, Swift I hope so. I agree. I've got him at running back eight. Like, it's not like I've got him buried. So he's going to get more touchdowns. He's still going to get all the targets, the running back targets. And he's actually a good running back. He got so, heaps more of the carries than I ever thought he would too. Like, there was a game yeah. where he had 30 carries. Like, I didn't think that was in the possibility for DeAndre Swift at all. Um, yeah, the only annoying part is uh, Jamal Williams. Did I get that right? But, you know, he might steal some touchdowns. But I I just think he the lines are better. Swift's are really good. He finished at like RB13 and missed, missed a month of football maybe. Maybe I'm yeah. too high. Maybe somewhere um, in there. So I just looked up DeAndre Swift's stats from last year because I could not believe he was getting a lot of carries. Frank's going on about that one game he's had 33 carries. His next ice was 14. Yeah, but he doesn't have to. No, because they were behind in every game. 
They Look were down like 20 points in the first quarter. He still will be. The Lions aren't going to be that much And he was still better. good and he got the passes. It doesn't matter. He's foolproof. Did you have him, Jack? And look at the catches. Yeah, it's pretty fucked. Well, are you look doing it. Read some of them out. Um, targets or receptions? What do you? We'll go receptions. Eight, four, seven, four, six, five, eight, five, five. Yeah, that's mine. Um, that's mine. And we'll, there, we'll miss the month where he was dead. He's gonna get eighty catches. He's gonna score. You know, he's gonna get his two hundred carries. 80 receptions. A reception is worth a lot more than a carry. We've been through this. He's just going to be good. Like he, I reckon he's good. Give me Swifty over. Joe Mixon ain't catching many passes. Might oh. score a couple more touchdowns, but he ain't score, catching 80 passes. Who else have you got? Where's Burjo's rankings? Give me a look at that. Oh, <laughs> you've got Swift at eight. Why are you saying he's bad? I'm not saying he's bad. I'm, I'm saying Mixon's going to be better. Okay, well, that's no, I'll bet you. I'll bet you if you want. Yeah, I'll bet that too. No, it, we're splitting hairs here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I um, I just don't think Joe is – like, Joe will be a lot lower this year. I just don't think he's going to um, score as many touchdowns. Not only do, if you want him to finish that high, I think Joe needs to score more than – the amount of touchdowns he had last year because he's not going to cat. I think he will. It's like 10 touchdowns and he'll be a top 10 back. I've got him at seven. Like it's 10 touchdowns. He'll have a thousand. He almost, he, whenever he, he plays the full you, season, you need him to score he like 20. pretty much leads the league in rushing. Like he's right there. He has like, what did he have last year? 1,200 <laughs> rushing yards or something like that. 1,200. He had 13 rushing and three receiving touchdowns. Uh, he had 16 touchdowns. He so has, he needs to he needs to score as many as he did last year, and then more. Yeah, but that offensive line's better. Like I feel like yeah, he, he so was a running back of four last if, year. If he's if he's gonna if he's gonna score twenty touchdowns, then sure, go good. I'll, I'll take I'll take I'll I'll lose on that bet that he scored twenty touchdowns. I just don't think he will. But you've got him ahead but, of Swift with us, don't you? Who me? Yeah. No. Oh yeah, yeah I do. He, well, I mean, this guy doesn't even know what he's arguing about. There's no, no, but I'm I'm betting on my consent my consensus. Charlene has Najee below Swift and Nixon. Yeah, no, nah, I, I want to change that, but anyway. Frank, just moving this along, have we all got this the pod as a consensus and yourself? We do we have the top eight as the same? We do have the we top do, eight as we the do. same. So we really we're splitting hairs here, guys. Gonna love those split hairs. That's right, it. That's, let's move on to the ninth player. This is a clear tear break for mine. Yeah, but I would agree with that too. And I'm you're not gonna like who I've got at nine. At, like at all. You're not gonna no, like it. it. It's it's the return of Saquon Barkley. Oh, oh. right. I was at, at the running back nine, so I think he's going to return to being a top ten back. Um, Frank, greatest our, all our running back prospect in NFL off. history. Um, Brian Dayball, offensive genius. Daniel Dimes. Hey, he's look not how good, good. The fucking he, Bills running backs are. He's not good, but Daniel Dimes is better than everything they had last year. That offense is going to be improved. They've got some better weapons. They've addressed their offensive line in the draft. I think Saquon's back. He looks in good shape. They're going to throw the ball to him. They're going to get him heavily involved in the offense. 
Brian Dayball is going to want to turn this team around. They're going to want to do it quickly. You don't get much of a leash in New York. And I think they're going to use Saquon Barkley very heavily. Um, I think he can be back. And if he can stay healthy, all these injuries, you want to talk about how he's injury prone. They've been freak accidents. It's twisting his ankle on a on, a, on a, his own teammate. Like that doesn't bother me. I think he'll be fine. He's got I weak just, ankles. I just think um, he sucks when he plays. He can't run the ball. He's not a good running back. He actually. Yeah, I think the injuries have actually caught up to him. Like you, you can say injury prone is in like he'll miss games, but the injuries have, the injuries have made him worse. Um, I just want to let the listeners know Frank recently traded for Saquon Barkley. <laughs> he, sure, he sure did. He sure did. <laughs> so, um, I just think that's why you've got him high. Like you don't actually. This is the narrative every off season, Frank. Like Saquon Barkley hype. July, this is Saquon's time. Like, this is the high. <laughs> sell him now. This is the highest you'll ever get for him. Fuck him off. Yeah, you'll sell him to yourself. <laughs> and I just, yeah, I'm, I'm with the team. We're with the consensus. We have him at 15. So, uh, if anyone has any, Burjo, Charlene, Joel, if you have any, any more Saquon takes, let them know. I just think he, all right, here's my Saquon. He's going to not score. They're not giants. They're going to be better. They're still not going to be good. Um, I think he is a clear injury risk. His touchdown upside is low. He doesn't catch that many passes, uh, like not on the level of like we saw last year from Lenny Fournette, uh, Aaron Jones. Uh, who else have we got above him? I think Javante Williams catches more passes. Um, yeah, look, that's not going to happen. Know. I think Javante anyway. Williams is the back. Anyway, um, that's your opinion. Uh, it, Travis Etienne will catch more passes. That's someone who we have in that same tier with Saquon. Yeah, but um, I just, I don't trust, I don't trust the guy anymore. Yeah, I had CMC at one, but when CMC plays, he scores 25 points. When Saquon plays, I played him in DraftKings a few times. He was shit. You look, oh, Saquon, he's like 8K in DraftKings. Let's get him in. He might have an 80-yard touchdown. No, he sucks. <laughs> I'm out on I'd take him like That's above fair. M Akers and, you know, duds. And like Zeke, you've probably got Zeke ranked way too high. But like, you know, I just don't trust the dude anymore. No, that's fair. I, I, I That's fine. I do trust him. That's just that's just the difference we're going to have. So we'll wait and see what happens when the season rolls around. Have, um, you, had, have you been burnt by him yet? Because that could be why. Yeah. No, I had him. I think I had him when uh, he was a rookie. So I actually oh, have fun. Yeah, you've only seen the good Saquon. Yeah. No yeah. I'm pretty sure everyone in this... Zoom call right now has been has been torched. Yeah, I gave up my like firstborn child for Saquon. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I draft I yeah, drafted Saquon at, at two. Yeah. <laughs> I drafted Saquon at two in redraft. He had like seven yards against the Steelers and then <laughs> did his ankle. I remember that. I remember that. I've never actually had Saquon on my team. Every time I've had him, I've I've traded him. So, I've got his jersey. Do you want it? <laughs> I do. No, that or it's going in the fireplace. <laughs> All righty. So the consensus ranks had none other than Aaron Jones at number nine. Um, I think that's a pretty easy sell. I had Aaron Jones at eleven, so someone else wedged in between Saquon and Jonesy. But I think that's a very easy sell. The difference between when nine and eleven isn't going to be very much. Uh, Devontae Adams is out of town. Aaron Rodgers loves to throw the ball to him. Scores a shitload of touchdowns. Someone's going to need to, you know, score all those touchdowns left behind from Devontae Adams. 
think he's going to be great. He could finish even higher than this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't sure know. Surely can. Surely can. Good stuff. Yeah, we're, we're very smart guys. No argument there. That's really impressive. Um, at number 10, we both had this same player at number 10, so I'm going to go straight into it, and it's Nick Chubb, Cleveland Browns running back. Um, Cream Hunt doesn't scare me. He's going to catch some passes. He's going to score some touchdowns. But this offense is going to be running through the running game um, pretty much all the time. Deshaun Watson isn't coming back uh, this year anyway. They're going to need to run the ball. Nick Chubb will be, you know, top 10, top 12 again. I heard two games is what I was hearing. Yeah. Frank, maybe get on your Twitters, bro. I'll see it when I – I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, well, I he's, heard a, a $200 fine and a slap on the wrist. NFL don't want to be sued. They don't back want to Nick, smoke. Back to Nick Chubb. Finishes at uh, RB6, RB9, RB7. We could have him too low team, but, you know, there's a lot of talent above him. But, yeah, he's just always a top 10 running back. So uh, I, think that's, he, that's for I think he gets up there from the guys above us getting injured. Yeah, and the well the elite the elite pass catches you have to have above him. That's the only reason. He doesn't catch ball. Sorry, do you want to give the half PPR, Franks? Do you have him there? Nah, I only got I can only see standard and PPR. But um, no, if he if he's if if I'm just doing it off the top of my head, looking at both of them, I'm pretty sure he still stays in the top ten just or he's just out. He's not I think he stays at ten. I think if you average it out. Yeah, no, he's at ten every time. No, he's great. at ten every time. Great ranks, boys. Yeah, yeah, look at that. So, probably going to finish top 10 again. Yeah. Um, anyway, Frank, <coughs> run us through number 11. Yeah, go. Yeah, so like I mentioned before, number 11, Aaron Jones. So, you guys had him at 9. I got him at 11. So, number 11 for the consensus rankings is none other than fat boy himself, Leonard Fournette. He's fat as it is. He's yeah, huge. He's huge. Yeah, I, d- I really hated ranking him so high because after seeing that <laughs> photo, oh, geez. Oh, Charlene, Mr. Fatphobic. Yeah, so <laughs> I've got him at 12. Um, I'm not going to change my ranks. I think Tom Brady trusts him. He's going to be protecting Tom Brady. You won't be able to – he's going to be an incredible pass blocker. They won't be able to take him <laughs> off in third downs. You can't go around him. Um, have fun tackling him. I think he'll be fine. He'll get into football shape. I think Tom Brady will whip him into shape. Um, you know, and he'll be relied on just as heavily. They've obviously got their new running rookie running back in white. They'll probably use sporadically in the passing game. But I think Leonard Fournette, they, you know, they're going to score lots of touchdowns. The offense is going to be good. He'll be, you know, around that, you know, 12 to 10 range. Frank, who'd you have at nine? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've missed a player for Frank. We didn't miss a player. I remember when you screamed at me about Saquon so Barkley? Then I had uh, Chubbers at number 10 and then Jonesy at 11. So uh, don't get on me about missing a player. You just chose to ignore how good Saquon Barkley is. Yeah, fair enough. Um, have you guys seen the video of Lenny running on the treadmill? <laughs> 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 yeah. Who was he with? He was with DeAndre Swift. I know he was there. Who else was there? They looked yeah. like fit as, and then you just see yeah. fat boy Lenny just struggling, <laughs> sweat dripping off his head. <laughs> Four touchdowns in the playoffs. It was ridiculous. He's so good. Yeah, he's gonna. They're gonna be so good. The Bucks and like he's just gonna get all the work. So you think Leonard Fournette's gonna be not fat by week one? Um, yeah, this is probably too low to be honest. 
yeah, it's just hard to put him ahead of like lots of these guys that have just have that safety net that have done it so many times before. But Leonard Fournette last year, he what, what did he finish as like the running back three or four or five or something like that? He was definitely top five, so he could definitely do that again. Um, the consensus ranks at number twelve have my Denver Broncos running back Javante Williams. I've got him in comparison buried at number seventeen. So I think that's going to have a lot to do with how involved you guys might think Melvin Gordon is, or do we think this is just such an elevated offense in comparison um, that he's going to be able to score a heap more touchdowns than he did? I'm going to go with a little bit from column A and a little bit from column B. Why don't we have both? Like that Mexican. Yeah. Why don't we have both? Um, And then they get the Mexican chick dancing everywhere. (laughs) No, but... (laughs) <laughs> there you go. Russell Wilson is now a Denver Bronco, Frank. Not sure you, you heard. Oh, I heard. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you did. And, um, you know, like, oh, I can't even remember the freak's name. <laughs> Melvin? Melvin. Melvin Gordon. Melvin. He's Melvin not, Gordon. He's not good. I'm sick of him. He's no, he's away. good, though. He's actually all he right. That's He's the problem. They're gonna fight. they're gonna split at best. You're gonna get like a 60-40 split. And they both like they'll both be top 30, and you'll get Javante inside the top 20, and you know, Melvin will finish as the running back 25, and you're probably gonna hate them both at some stage during the year. But he's gonna they're gonna play, you know, all the games. He's gonna finish well. Obviously, if anything happens to Melvin Gordon, you got elite, elite upside in Javante. Yeah, well, that's there. what it works both ways. That's why I uh, had Javante so much higher. Because what if Melvin, you know isn't as good or doesn't play all the games. You know what I mean? Like, he, could he be top five if that doesn't happen? Yeah, but Melvin's always been like, he's always been pretty healthy. So I think he's rookie year. What if he's washed, Frank? I don't think he's, he's not getting... washed. You, you watched him last year. He was great still. And that's why they brought him back. Shalim, you had Javante at 18. Why do you hate Javante? Well, I just think it's going to be the same. I don't think it's going to. The only thing that Russ will help with is the wide receivers. I don't know. That's yeah, just they don't. We relied so heavily on the running game last year and got Melvin and Javante so heavily involved. Like Javante Williams is a rookie, splitting time was still averaging like fifteen carries a game. And, if you know, yeah, if Javante finishes at if Javante finishes running back fifteen or fourteen, that won't surprise me because what he'll maybe adds an extra. He had nine hundred yards last year, had four touchdowns. What he gets. 1106 yeah like that's a bit better but it's not uh not remembering how good Javante actually is he is i just don't think it's gonna be that huge of a with melvin gordon there i don't think it's just that huge of a bump even though it is russell wilson here's one for you shelly and where do you have travis etn ranked in my personal rankings Ahead of Javante Williams. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. You can't be doing that. Yeah, like that's a bit egregious, I would have thought. Like Travis I've got him, admittedly, I've got him very close. Yeah, that's no, like I'm, I have him close too, but like, you know, if Travis Etienne is as good as Javante Williams was, he'd be like the 101 in like dynasty running backs or 102 behind Jonathan Taylor. Like, yeah, I just think that, uh, it, T10 is just going to get more opportunity and way more. He's going to catch way more passes. Might not score as many touchdowns. Might not get six touchdowns, but 
I don't know. I like the upside is there for Javante. I think Javante is better running back. I just don't think his upside is very high. Fair enough, Berger. I just think he's good. Berger, he's good. He's awesome. Strong Javante take. Uh, nothing too strong. It's uh, it's already already been touched on. But I I think by saying his upside is not there, I think he's a fucking blatant lie. Because I think his upside's massive. If his upside's thing... only there if Melvin Gordon gets injured, that's it. Yeah, exactly. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. on injuries to... from a player that hasn't been injured. Just because you want to play... say he's got a, imaginary a upside. It's a new coaching staff, Frank. How do you know that they're going to do the same with Melbourne? It's a full new offense, man. They wouldn't have managed the GM wouldn't have signed him back. Oh, the GM. Screw the GM. GM Schmiam. <laughs> Mate, the GM <laughs> picks one down, market pick Frank. one. You think that's a good move? You're not wrong. Sonny, yeah, you're not. Hey, Sonny Weaver doesn't know how to run my team. Frank doesn't know what you're told, mate. He's never seen the movie. Oh, that's actually upsetting. Yeah, sorry, everyone. All right. Let's let's move on, all right? We can argue about this all day. So I had Leonard Fournette at 12 when you guys had him at 11. You guys had Javante um, at 12. And now we're going to move on to 13. We're actually in agreement here. We've got James Conner. I think he's going to score a shit ton of touchdowns. Um, DeAndre Hopkins missing six games, probably going to help him early in the season. Is an obvious injury risk, but... The way he played last year warranted that new contract he got. He's got a two-year extension there. Um, I think he's just going to be good. He's going to score a bunch of touchdowns, catches passes, chase Edmonds out of town. I think that three-down workload is going to be there in an offense that you would imagine is pretty good. Um, you know, it could be by the end of the season, it could be too low if he scores another, what, 16 touchdowns or something like that, like he did last year. But the injury risk is there. You can't, you can't rank him inside the top 10. This is the easiest fade um, I had to do. Like, you guys have James Connor. Like, oh, I'm looking at. So Frank has him. What? Where do you have him, Frank? Did we have 13. 13? Yep. So Andrew has him at 12. Uh, Burjo has him at 13, and Shalim has him at 12. I have him all the way down with Tony Pollard. Uh, I think the dude just sucks. He's old. He wasn't like he came out of nowhere. If James Connor was probably on Dynasty waiver wires before like week three last year, he, nah, was... he was on Burjo's roster. But oh, yeah. I, in saying that, I didn't expect to start him. Um, and I, no. I pretty much banked on him getting injured at some point. He is going, I think he will get injured at some point. I nah. think he's. Objective well, like, bad last year. Like he wasn't a good running back. He just had sixteen touchdowns to cover well, shit he up. He doesn't need you to don't be see there. those one handed catches he was having. He's their he's their workhorse. They don't care. They run him on the goal line. Yeah, I think who who's he might not think he's him? good, like, but it's not going to matter. Yeah, he's he gets all his points from touchdowns, and he's only like running back for touchdowns. His only competition know? for touchdowns is Kyler, and he's just a fucking meatball that they'll feed inside the five. And the Cardinals are going to get inside the five a lot. Chase Edmonds not there anymore. Like, how do you justify not ranking yeah. him? Like, what? I reckon they just you There's so many ways it goes bad. Like, he gets injured is the one. That's it. Getting bad. Yeah, no, I disagree. It. I think he gets like. They gave out. him like what? He's on like. By who? He's got like who? guaranteed money this year and next year. Like, they can't even cut him next year. Yeah, they just. It's the contract that gets me. They put it. 
they put it on him, and he's got no one. Look, I think it's dumb. I don't. Out. I I agree with you, Joe. He's. Yeah. I don't think he's good, but he. There's no. He's gonna score points, whether you like it or not. Unless unless he literally gets injured, that's the only way. And look, I think he's not gonna stay healthy the full season. It's his first full season, and like he's had two full years in his whole career. Like he's not going to. But I just go through the next like six names, and I would take them all above James Conner. Fair enough, do it. But I, I just don't think that uh, he's not gonna score points when. He's actually playing. And when he's a bell cow, like at Pittsburgh, he was good there. He was good last year. Like, yeah, running back seven in Pittsburgh when he was the workhorse there, and he was a running back five last year. I think you can bank on him getting a similar touchdown. How many yeah, numbers? of course. So what, what number do you want? Because I'll take the under. No, but he might get injured, Joe. Oh, well, oh, fine. Be that way. We're splitting hairs apparently with Berger. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on before Joel sheds a tear, all right? Running back 14 on my rankings. You're going to love this, Joel. It's Brees Hall. Oh, and oh. So <laughs> that's much higher than we've got him on consensus. So I'm having to dig through our, your consensus list. And that's he's at number 21 for the rest of you guys. He's at 14 for me. Um I just think he's, A, as close to an elite talent as we've seen in this draft anyway. So he's basically his comparable players are the likes of Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon, Christian McCaffrey. Obviously doesn't have the kind of receiving capability Christian McCaffrey has. But if we're talking about athletes, you know, it's not quite the Saquon Barkley level of prospect, but it's Ezekiel Elliott, it's the Leonard Fournette. These guys that are just consistent top 10 running backs that have been spat out over the last, you know, six, seven, eight years. These kind of prospects, they just put up fantasy points and they do it straight away. They don't take years to progress or years to, you know, give you production on your fantasy teams. He's going to do it from day one. Uh, Michael Carter, you can pretty much, you know, you can consider him Naheem Hines. Um, He'll catch a few balls, but Brees Hall's going to be involved in the passing game. He's going to be a better pass blocker than Michael Carter. He's going to be a better runner. The Jets can progress. I think they're going to feed him a whole bunch. Zach Wilson's still a young quarterback. They're not going to have him throwing the ball 35, 40 times a game unless their defense is completely terrible. But their their coach is defensive-minded coach. He's going to want to run the ball, establish that running game in uh, New York. So Brees Hall's going to be a beneficiary of that. and He's going to be a top 15 back. I think Brees Hall will be a league winner for fantasy team. And here's why. Hear me I out. know this. I've said, I've had a look at the, I know what you're about to say. I've seen the schedule in fantasy playoffs. It's awesome, yeah. isn't it? He's going to be post, I think before the bye, he's not going to be that good. He'll be splitting work. Um, and then post bye, I think he gets the Cam Akers treatment from a couple of years ago, the JK Dobbins treatment from a couple of years ago. Similar draft capital, similar talent, in my opinion. And he just goes bonkers against Detroit, Jacksonville. Seattle, Chicago, Minnesota at the end of the year. Like, I just think that happens and it's going to be a point party for the Jets and Brees Hall. Facts, Joel. You tell them. Where do you have him in your ranks and then where'd everyone else drag him down to number 21? No, I had him at 17. That's not too far. It's not, you know, I guess. But like, Shalim hates him for some reason. And he hates J.K. Dolman. Shalom just hates my team. And he hates Alvin <laughs> too. It's weird. I uh, know. I didn't know where to put him. I wasn't sure if we're ranking him, if we weren't ranking him. 
that, that's why. But you have weird guys like Miles Sanders. Ooh. Yeah, that's my guy. <laughs> anyway, oh, moving. I hate to be the Miles Sanders guy. I just guy. don't know how much better the Jets are going to be. Like, that's, that's so, all. How much worse can they be? Just quietly, Charlene has Eli Missile above Brees Hall. Do we... Yeah, sacrilegious. Get him off the pod. How do I, I get an explanation or something? Oh. Or are we going to talk about that when we get to... Are we getting at Eli Missile or is he... We shouldn't no, be. He's, he's outside he's the top 20. He's 25. Explain yourself, Charlene. Who? Why is Eli Mitchell above Brees Hall in your rankings? Brees Hall is 23. And, but Eli Mitchell is above him because I think he's going to be the starter for the full season. So I think it is. Might, he DDT might end the season better. Screams four rushing touchdowns on the one-yard line and Elijah Missile becomes the running back 25 because he had four touchdowns instead of eight. That's so what, how happen. many touchdowns do you reckon Mitchell's going to have? It's not double digits. Okay, how many do you think Brees Hall's going to have? Double digits? He could have 10. Brees Hall could have 10. Yeah, 100%. All right, Brees Hall has 10. I'm not betting that he has 10, but he could. Okay. So that's all. And then Eli Mitchell's going to beat him in yardage by how much? I don't know if he does. I I don't even think they're close. So you're not not having this argument with the right person. Eli Mitchell doesn't catch passes, though. Yeah, that's the only only thing. But I, I just think that from time... And they the took a running back in the work. third round. It's gonna take. It's gonna take Eli. Why? Uh, Eli. It's gonna take Brees Hall a pretty long time to get the full workload. When he does, it's gonna be a way. Obviously, I'm gonna want him over Eli Mitchell. But he's gonna get the workload week one. It's gonna be awesome when he has 20 touches week one. I just can, don't uh, think. I just don't think they're back. gonna do that. I just think the Jets coaching staff are like not good. So I think that's You're what they're gonna right. do. We love Rob no, Sala. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. defensive guy from the Niners. Shalian loves the Niners. <laughs> Speaking of the Niners, Shalian notoriously loves not having a running back have good back-to-back years. Yeah, that's true. Well, we've all seen that and, stat. And they've just taken a running back in the third. Like, who? I think he does this. Yeah. Yeah, will be wide wreck. But yeah, anyway, Frank and Charlie in tonight. So at running back 14, you guys had Travis Etienne. I'm going to assume that's just purely from receiving work and Charlie and ranking him at like number one. Um, I think Etienne's going to catch a bunch I? of passes. So I don't hate the ranking. I've got Etienne yeah, slightly lower just him. because I don't think the offense is going to be very good. And I think that the opportunity for touchdowns isn't that high. So he's slightly it's lower. Etienne's at 19 for me. He's at 14 for you guys. Did Charlie have him at like running back five or am I lower than everyone else? I had him at 14. I have him at 13. I have him the highest out of everyone else. I think Travis Etienne, I think the Jags are going to be like so much better than what everyone thinks. Trevor Lawrence is not going to be shit. They're going to actually have a coach. They're going to have their first round pick back last year. You know, look at all the weapons they got through free agency too. They're going to have an offense. Ooh, they, they took the piss in the draft. Yeah. I'm yeah. fully on board with Jets. Uh, uh, Jags will be okay this year. They're not going to be okay, but they'll win more than like two games or whatever. The one. How many games they win? One or two? But Doug Peterson doesn't like using one running back. That's all I'll say. 
Yep, like, Jordan Howard. Good for him. Go, go use Boston um, Scott. Go use all the all the running backs they got on their roster. Go, yeah, go, Snoop, uh, Snoop go use them all. Go use Snoop Connor. He will trust. He will. He'll roll. Well, who He'll roll out James Robinson on a busted Achilles. Okay, he can, but I think Travis Etienne will play all the third downs and get the goal line work, and I don't care about second and four from the 50-yard line. That's fair. It's fair. I, I mean, I have Etienne at 20, 21. Like, you know, I'm not out on Etienne. We're just splitting hairs. Yeah, we're splitting hairs here. <laughs> all righty. Consensus ranks had Saquon Barkley at 15. We already had that discussion. I've got him up at nine. Uh, my running back 15, you'll love this one, guys. It's Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I honestly felt bad having him this low, but just because I like the talent above him. Finished as the running back. I think he was like the running back six last year. Um, played, you know, missed a couple games. Played on a busted knee all year. Um, he's healthy, looks good in training camp. Tony Pollard obviously still there, and they're going to split work. But Ezekiel is always the preferred running back in the red zone. So he's going to score those touchdowns. And Dallas is going to be down there. Larry Cooper's out of town. They're going to score a bunch of touchdowns. The offense is always fast-paced, lots of plays. There's plenty of work to go around. ZQ Elliott, running back 15, could be too low. Charlene, you have him at 10. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's just always good. Yeah, like you but... can say he's washed, but like they'll use him a bunch in the red zone. He just scores touchdowns. He's a good running back. He's not a good running back. I think he's I'll, a fat running back. I'll cop that they use him a lot, but God, he's not a good running. He's just James. I, I did Con- not. I did not think I would uh, have him highest in the rankings. That's really funny. I thought Frank, <laughs> but I I didn't realize Frank. Actually, I should have realized Frank's a coward. But anyway. I just think Zeke's just gonna do what Zeke always does. He's just—he's not gonna like it, but he's just gonna be good. I, I, I don't know, man. Miss Mr. Sign, fat ass. Like that's what Zeke does. Here's one for. <laughs> do you know Frank took Zeke at pick three oh eight in our start? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he what did. What the hell were you thinking with that? That's early. That's around Derrick Henry area. Naji like the three oh three. Yeah, you think there's a five player difference between Najee and Zeke? <laughs> Tell me where Jamal yeah, went. You wouldn't have been saying that if I won the chip. I guess. But you were so far off it. No. Sergio, <laughs> <laughs> so, you got any strong Zeke takes? Um, no, I I think I, I, we've been saying it for so long, but I think they're going to finally figure out that Tony Pollard's a way better player. I, I yeah. think they already know that. Jerry not, Jones has they, got that they literally by the balls. And Jerry Jones gave Zeke Elliott all that money. They're going to be using him. He made they a have to. Bad. But at what point does... It's also, a, it's also about Dak. Dak loves that guy. Oh, they're, Dak. Like, they're, they're like butt buddies. I think when the Cowboys are like... Through two and three, they'll shit themselves and go, shit, we have to use Pollard. Mm. Two and they're three? Not- How? How are they going to be two and three? All right, well, What's it? Can you get their record up? They play Tampa Bay week one. That's okay, a loss. They play Cincinnati week two. Oh, that's a big L. Okay, there you go. They play right, they'll beat the Giants. Then they, they play, then they play the footballs. Oh, uh, there you go, two and two. 
And they play the Rams at LA. And it is at this point... Two and, three. Oh, two and three against those teams. You're not really scared knowing that you've got another game against... No. And then the week commanders. six, they go, shit, we play at Philadelphia this week. We have to win. In you go, Tony. And we yeah. win. And we ride Tony Pollard through Detroit, Chicago, Minnesota, the Giants, Texans, Jack, <laughs> and keep through the rest of the year. No, He's that's the... Zeke's had a slow start. Yeah, Let's up and crush the middle of the season. That's what that storyline is. That's um, a buy lower Zeke. Yeah, I can't wait to be four, five weeks into the season screaming on the pod telling you to buy low on Zeke. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Um, I've it, just got um, the... um. Sorry, Andy. I've I've got the I've got the dynasty startup draft here from <laughs> the start of last season. Um, I've got some hot uh, takes that were taken last year. So the the three hundred five in a in a what was it eight team league three hundred five was Clyde Edwards Hilaire. <laughs> um, the three hundred eight was uh, no, that was Charlene. That was me. That was me. Three hundred eight was Zeke taken by Frank. Uh, the four hundred one was Stefan Diggs. Um, and that's pretty. Good. That's fine. Hey, that, did no, you guys that's, know? That's what I'm saying. On, I'm saying on, one pick apart was Diggs taken after. Yeah, um, probably should have taken Diggs. You know how well I've done my first three picks, and fair enough if Cam Akers is awesome this year. My first three <laughs> picks was. Saquon, <laughs> uh, Saquon, Akers, and Ceh. Yes, he was. Yeah, <laughs> and so and I shit. thought and I thought I was doing amazing. <laughs> you want to hear his fourth pick, Calvin Ridley? <laughs> and I traded oh, all of those guys. All four of those guys are traded, and you, you people should see my team now. Oh man, oh, I can't yeah. imagine if I stayed with that team. That's crazy. Oh, I think, and the only reason that I could um, turn that around is because of that Saquon trade. <sighs> well, Thanks, good for you, Charlene. I don't <laughs> see a fantasy championship ring on your finger. Um, at running Same back, goes with you, Frank. Exactly. <laughs> at running back 16, we're actually in agreement, and it's my guy. It was just mentioned, Cam Akers. I think that's just a matter of he's the lead back on the Los Angeles Rams. Do we need to argue about that? I think that's just going to put him at running back 16, he might struggle. He might not be the most efficient back. But that offense is going to be good enough. Joel, do you have a take? On Cam Akers? Yeah. I think, I don't know. Like He could I be have, awesome. Yeah, that's the problem. He could be awesome. But he also could be, like, really bad. So, I think just putting him here with, like, Montgomery, Jacobs, um, yeah. that mm. group of people is, like, fine. Um, it's I think not... at the start of like the uninspiring running backs, like <laughs> yeah, here we are. This is yeah. It. I'm taking Jake yeah. No, if... Doesn't belong here, but if like he if he didn't have an ACL, he'd be like where free. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, but like I think he could be like boom, but like you know, the rest of them are like really uninspiring. All right, so number 17, I had Javante, as I discussed earlier. You guys had him at 12. You guys have at 17, David Montgomery. I've got him at number 18, basically the same position there. Um, I think, yeah, that Chicago offense is going to struggle. But David Montgomery's been a good back. 
um, gets a lot of the workload. I think they're going to be, they'll involve Herbert a little bit, but I don't think unless um, Montgomery gets injured that Herbert's going to be play a massive role. So I think putting him at running back 18, if he plays all 16 games, all 17 games, probably finish ahead of this, but you just, that with that offense, you've got to put these other running backs ahead of him. Yeah. We, I mean, we got nothing to add. Um, Monty's good um, as, you know, a little RB2. He's not going to let you down. Um, yeah. All these guys right here are like RB2s, but they're the dead zone running backs. I don't know if you want to take them, um, but Frank, move on. We'll, we'll talk about them all as a little collective unit. Yeah, put them in a unit. Yeah, Frank, shoot off five names. All right. So to finish off my top 20, I'll start with that. So like I said, I had Javante at 17, Montgomery at 18, Travis Etienne at 19, as I mentioned before, and then I had Alvin Kamara's incoming six-game suspension at number 20. Um, you guys had obviously had Akers at 16, Monty at 17, AJ Dillon at 18, Zeke at 19, and Alvin at 20 as well. So AJ Dillon's something one you guys are higher on. Um, I think we both had I had Jonesy at eleven. You guys had <coughs> Jonesy at nine. I think yeah, AJ Dillon's going to end up somewhere around twenty. I just had these other guys ahead. Um, he's obviously got tremendous upside. If anything were to happen, Aaron Jones. Talk about. Can we talk about Alvin Kamara? Do we need to? I think he's going to be a top five back when he plays. Yeah. So where would you take him? if you were doing a draft tomorrow? I don't know if I would. Like, six games You take him, you take him around about where one. you would take Montgomery, Javante. I mean, Javante is going too high in drafts. You take him around Zeke, like that. fifth round pick. If you get him in the fifth, you wait for him to come back. That is the easiest smash ever. You take him in the fifth wait. and then take... The who's the guy, Mark Ingram, in like the 12th, and you have the Saints running back one for the fifth round pick. Oh, I think it's great. I agree. Well, I would no argue here for listeners do that. I think you've gone, you take him in the fifth, and then you, you have to win your first six games of the season without your fifth rounder. It's your I don't... Fifth. Who cares? Yeah, it's your fifth, not your second. Like, remember when Le'Veon Bell had. A three-game suspension? Was it three games? Everyone himself and didn't take him to like the 14th pick or something. And yeah. yeah, it was like the second round and you were just like, why <laughs> wouldn't I take him? Alvin Kamara is the same thing. It's going to be, yeah, we've seen this movie before and he's going to come back after like week six or week five or whenever he's out and be fresh as he's going to be so good early. It's just going to be really a bad look if you don't take Alvin Kamara in like the fifth round of your fantasy draft. Just make sure it's just like Dalvin Cook. Just make sure you take the handcuff. Yeah, what, what's the highest you'd take Alvin Kamara then? Late third. That's presuming six rounds. Yeah, and you what's, don't know what he's going to get. Yeah, like right now he could get two games or four games. What's Does the highest you take Mark Ingram? 32-year-old <laughs> uh, Mark Ingram. I get Alvin, whatever it takes to get him. Yeah, you have to get him. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. So, Who's there? Someone um, tell me their first six games. Uh, the Saints. It yeah. is uh, the Falcons, the Bucks, the Panthers, Minnesota, Seattle, and Cincinnati. Gee, there's some bad games to miss. Yeah, they could be <laughs> three and three. Get Alvin back, really smash it in the back half of the year. Mm. He yeah. comes back to uh, the Cardinals, uh, the Vegas, right. and then from there until the bye is Baltimore, Pittsburgh, the Rams, San Fran, and the Bucks. 
It yeah. doesn't matter. He catches balls. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. I don't even know if you need Mark Ingram after naming their first six games because mm. you can play him the first game against the Falcons and then after that I don't know if you want anything to do with it. You still don't have your one of your top five round picks. So like, yeah, you, you play who you play whoever you have you took at the start. Or do you want to take like, who do you want to play? Do you want to play like you take Chase- Melvin Gordon in the eighth and you have your running back one in like the first round. If you would like, who do you want to flex in for when you don't have your fifth round pick? Do you want to play like someone like, who did I say, Chase Claypool or Malvin Gordon? Or do you want to play Mark Ingram, the running back one for the Saints? That yeah, would be the matchups. I think Charlene's right. If it's against the Falcons, you do. But if it's I'm anyone just, else, I'm you just, just try, to, someone you wants try to, to score a touchdown. Someone wants to be cool and take Mark Ingram. I don't think it's the biggest loss. I think that's a, that's a good idea to take Mark Ingram. Before the it's... Alvin Kamara drafter, and then fucking name pay a ransom when you don't really want him. Yeah, I don't hate taking Mark Ingram even if you don't have Alvin Kamara. You get yeah. running back for the first five, six weeks. Mm. But like you, you take him for that Atlanta game, he pops off, and then you piss him off. That's it. All right, last last five minutes, rapid fire. Frank, who we haven't mentioned? Who do you like? Who we haven't mentioned. Yes. Uh, am I going to get yelled at for saying Josh Jacobs? Yeah, but on another podcast, Burjo, who we haven't who we haven't said, who do you like? Um, um J.K. Dobbins. Great call. Dude, he's not not talk. healthy for training camp. Doesn't matter. Gee, just hear do you hear him going off about um what's his name? Was it Rappaport? He was Rappaport, yeah. He was oh, yeah, cursing him out on Twitter. Good on him. Get after him. Play. And Shalim is yours, Miles Sanders. Your big Miles Sanders king. Oh, yeah. Uh yeah, I'll say Miles Sanders. I also agree with um Dobbins. Um, but I think uh Penny as well. I think he, Yeah, he's, he's that's good. a good shout. Rashad Penny. Good, like, uh, it is not a good shout. Explain yourself. For Rashad Penny. No, for Miles Sanders at 16. Oh, I just think that uh, offense is going to be a lot a lot better because they just bought, brought in A.J. Brown. Um, I, I know he's a wide receiver, but he's still going to help the running game way more. It's not like every team has to come and be like, okay, Jalen Hurts is going to run. All they could do is run, defend the run. It's gonna it's gonna help him. And the last running back that uh AJ Brown played with, he helped him out heaps. I know it's Derrick Henry. Um but Derek's uh, <laughs> but um yeah, so I, and I also think touchdown regression is a big thing for him. I, I I know he's not the biggest goal line back. I know he's gotta compete with Jalen Hurts in the in the red zone. Yeah, he does. Um but uh I think that he had zero touchdowns last year. If you add two or three to it, he's top 20 running back. So, and I think he's going to get two or three touchdowns this year. And I think he's going to be a lot healthier. So that's my argument. Antonio for Gibson, Sanders. you also have him higher than everyone else. Oh, I just did that out of respect. I don't, if you guys want to draft Antonio Gibson where he's getting drafted as ADP right now, I think you're stupid. Uh, don't do that. He thinks you're um, stupid. Try- he's really, he's just said you're stupid to that. Yeah, everyone that takes Antonio Gibson, and I couldn't agree more. At ADP, at the ADP, um, he's losing pass 
passing work, pass, oh, sorry, receiving work. He's also losing goal line work. Uh, I want nothing to do with him. I'm so happy he's on my team. And uh, yeah, that that's that's why I ranked him so high. And who leads the Chiefs' backfield? And are they? Question. I'm just throwing it out there. Ah, Berger. Um, important backfield. I think, yeah, I think it's a one-two, but like, I, I, it's a genuine committee. Like, I don't want a. I yeah, I don't want any. Wouldn't of them. want a piece of any of them. Like, you, I want Travis I, Kelsey and I want Pat Mahomes. But if you're saying pick up Clyde, Clyde for the upside, I don't, I don't see the upside because if Clyde well, where, goes down, it, where's gonna... Ronald Jones going right now? I I think it's not that bad to take him in the teens. Yeah, that's that. good. I'll take a shot yeah, at him. I'd rather the cheaper one. But don't take yeah, take whoever's cheaper. Mm. And uh, next ambiguous backfield, I'm gonna hit on real, real late rapid fire Miami Dolphins. Hot takes. Chase Edmonds. Edmonds. Uh, run behind the Chase Mostert. Edmonds. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, uh, Jack just yeah. won't let go of uh, Raheem Mostert. Mostert to have the best first two games you've ever seen and then uh, do an ACL. And... Oh, Sony Michelle, love? No, none at all. And finally, another one to get right will be important. They're going to score a lot of touchdowns. Those New England Patriots running backs, any of them worth taking? Damian Harris draft price is too high for someone that's going to be split in carriage with Ramondre and they yeah, drafted take... Pierre Strong. You don't know how involved the passing game he's going to be. Um, yeah. Take I just Steven. avoid, I would just avoid Harris take Ramondre or Pierre Strong late. Yeah, and last, you want a piece. Last one, Bills. James Cook or, or Devin Single Carry. Don't touch Single Carry with a fucking 10 footer. Neither. James Cook. I love James Cook this year. I want none. Post by James Cook, going to be awesome. All right. Well, no. you heard it here first, guys. Huge disagree. Um, on that hot, hot take from you, Joel, we're going to finish up here. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Addicts podcast. It's been a pleasure, boys. Have a lovely night, Charlene. Have a lovely night, Andy. Have a lovely night, Joel. And have a terrible night, Jack. Uh, uh, got him. Bye, Frank. See you, guys. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Addict Dynasty podcast. Follow the podcast on Instagram at NFL Fantasy Addict. And be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to make sure you don't miss a second of the action.